Hey, what's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI, the Car Should Be Business channel. My name is Jay. You know, my goal every Tuesday night is to bring you another trade show level business presentation to you wherever you are because your automotive business deserves the latest in transportation news. And if you're busy, and I know you are, in a few minutes, I'm going to give the welcome show lineup. You're going to know what to expect, and then you're going to be able to skip ahead using the clickable video time code descriptions below this video. Please do remember to comment, like, share, tell your friends, and thanks for watching ATI. It's no secret that we love automotive trade shows. That's where we meet other business professionals. We engage in meaningful automotive conversations. We sit in on groundbreaking educational sessions, learn, talk, have fun, network, all in one. Plus, on ATI, we offer live coverage at these events because we know that not everyone can be there, especially those of you still building your business. So tonight, we offer you a live preview of next week's IARA Summer Roundtable 2022 live event in Nashville. We have Martin Romju of Bobbitt Business Media, IARA President Jeff Besher, Tony Long, IARA Executive Director, Andrea Amico, founder of Privacy for Cars, Jeremy Luisos, Senior VP at Pre-Owned Auto Logistics, and of course, Ty Thompson, on the move with ATI. So please, join the live chat, ask your questions, share your thoughts, grow your business, break out of your vertical, because it's Tuesday Nights Live on ATI, Auto Business, the Car Shipping Business Channel. I'm your host, my name is Jay. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to ATI, Tuesday Nights Live, the Car Shipping Business Channel. My name is Jay. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on a Tuesday night. Um, oh, I have a feeling that I forgot to, yep. Once again, I, I left all of the, uh, the lines of information on the screen, but I'm just going to tell you what it means and what it's for. First of all, I do want you to feel welcome. This is ATI, Auto Business, the Car Shipping Business Channel. Please do feel welcome. Please do jump into the live chat. We're going to go into the live chat here in a few moments. I've got industry news coming up at the quarter hour. Got some different interesting news. Something just came out today. It's in the news. Maybe you've got something to share. You can send me an email. Autotransportintel at gmail.com. We're going to bring Ty up in here, give a little recap. Um, we were at the round table a year ago. We're going to start seeing that more where we've already been to the show and now we can give a recap. So we're going to do that. Um, and then we're going to bring in Martin Romju of Bobbit Business Media. He is a friend of the show, was gracious enough to, uh, invite us to car conference in March at Caesars Palace and Martin stays, um, in tune with the news. So he's going to present some information we don't know what he's gonna do it's live so martin get ready for that um then we're gonna bring in jeff besher and tony long 
That's the president and executive director of the IARA. Uh, talk about membership, agenda, overview, what's happening next week. And then we actually have two special committee meetings guests. Andrea Amico and Jeremy Luisos are both on committees. And they're going to share information about committee meetings. That is a huge part of the IARA Summer Roundtable uh, Day 1, which is actually next Wednesday. So a week from tomorrow is committee meetings. And if you got something, this is a great opportunity for you. Right from the comfort of your chair to tell the committee something that's on your mind. What's on your mind? What would you like to see fixed? What are you excited about? What are you curious about? What do you have a question about? And on and on it goes. That's what ATI is all about. So really happy to have you here. Do me a favor. Um, please do leave a like. Thank you so much. You can share this. You can click plus save. If you're watching on demand, you can give a super thanks. And if you don't know what you're doing, well, hopefully you've got an idea. But if you want to test that idea, 417-483-2764, call or text Ty Thompson. We had another one today. Um, actually, somebody had read the 20 Steps to Start Car Hauling. It was a blog post I wrote. Uh, that would be fall of 2017. I put it together with the help of many other business professionals. But this, I mean, it mentioned strategy, but uh, you want to talk to somebody. This is just all the mechanics, all the stuff that, all the forms and the whatnot. Okay, I'll tell you what, um, let's do this. We got to go into the live chat. We're late already. Stick around, be right back. Location services, collateral recovery with pinpoint precision and advanced proprietary technologies. Your single source for nationwide collateral recovery. LS Recovery, certified and compliant ls skip experienced recovery lspr advanced plate recognition ls impound precision capture ls remarketing nationwide auction partners ls keys professional locksmith ls transport to any destination ls titles Verified documentation. LS Auto Notice. Secure fulfillment. One contact. One contract. We do it all. Location services. Recovery Skip LPR. Remarketing keys, transport, and titles. Location services provides nationwide collateral recovery with pinpoint precision. One contact. One contract. Location services. Links in the live chat. All right, let's do this. Let's go into that live chat. By the way, mic one, two, three, is the audio okay? It looks a little hot. Um, had the AC on. Still pretty hot. But temperature's hot. The audio's hot. Please let me know if we're okay. Um, all right. Kimberly was in here first. Welcome to Tuesday Nights Live. Please join the chat. Let us know if it's your first time here. Thank you so much. Ty is here. He can feel the energy. I think I can feel the energy too, actually. The energy's hot. 
Car Hauler Charlie is here. Sup, sup. Hey, what's up, Car Hauler Charlie? Thank you so much for saying hello. If it was me speculating live, I think it's your first time in the live chat. But, um, you know, I appreciate it. If I'm wrong, let me know. Okay, the audio is good. Thank you. Awesome. That's great. Um, so, yeah, so it's, uh, it's just a small crowd. Here, this is interesting, by the way. I'll keep the live chat open. Keep saying hello, but, you know, I, I switch back and forth. I got a switcher. Um, that the email, today's email, had 100 opens within the first hour. So there is no lack of interest. Maybe just lack of time. We're all so busy. I, I had so many replies about different things. Oh, Jay, I've been late, been busy, I just got this. People really are busy. It seems like if I was to gauge June, July, or August, it seems like August is the busiest month for people trying to wrap up vacations and travel and whatnot. So um, so if you're watching On Demand, cool. That's awesome. But if you're here with us tonight, I would love to know if there was a committee. How about this? If there was, an, if there was a car hauler committee, what should be discussed? And what car, maybe there's different car hauler committees. Uh, I'm sure there'd be a carrier pay, carrier rates committee, right? Oh, it's back to school month too. Um, true that. Um, and the thing is that I don't, no matter how many committee meetings there are, I don't think load board rates are ever going to really be satisfactory. Because if you post it on the load board, we're, and Sue and I, we were just texting earlier today about this, is that, I mean, there are there are companies that uh, they understand the expenses of the carrier, but they're fighting market forces. They can't control, change it. But that's the thing. In their vertical they've got these market forces that they're fighting against. Um, hey, what's up, JT? I changed my screen name, but I've been following you from the... Okay, thanks, Car Hauler Charlie. See, and I, you know, you'll notice this, too. Whatever your screen name is is literally what I'll call you. So, so please take it easy with the words you use on your screen name. I know, I saw recently, I, I uploaded another video. I, most of my videos are live, but I've been, I've, I've been trying to get some video editing done. I uploaded a video. Man, YouTube went through it with a fine-tooth comb on about 10 different criteria of unacceptability. It's getting hard out there to just share, you know, your thoughts. Got to be careful. Got to take it easy. Same thing at the trade shows. Got to be careful. Some people don't even want news coverage, which is strange, but true. It's a strange, you know, there's a lot of strangeness. Um, and you're going to see it in industry news too. So I'll tell you what, we'll get to that in a second. I just, I like to, uh, I like to take live chat to a moment to talk to you and engage before I go into the industry news craziness train. Uh, and then once we get it, you know, then we start bringing in guests and it makes it harder to. I miss a lot of. I miss actually miss a lot of the live chats in the beginning. Okay, Jay. All right, that's fine. We'll go into industry news. I know you're chomping at the bit, just like I am. So let's do this. Let's go into industry news right after this. 
the news is coming right up. Stick around. Transport AutoQuoter is by far the leading auto-quoting software on the market and the only auto-quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the U.S. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our price watch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. We all know that you need an auto shipping quote and broker software you can trust. Provide instant, accurate quotes online with Transport Auto Quoter and move with ProABD CRM. Visit SuperFlowSystems.com. Links in the live chat. Email, website, phone number. There's the information. By the way, please keep me posted on the audio. It still looks a little strange, but I think we're okay. Mic check, one, two, three. Okay, let's go ahead and do it. Let's go ahead and jump into industry news. It's... One of the biggest segments on this channel, actually, the well-sought-after industry news. This is show number 254 in a row on a Tuesday night. The IARA Roundtable Energy Show 2022. I created the energy series as a lead-in to the trade show. I'm thinking, man, all that work, all those booths, all the people, the speakers, the attendees... The flights, the hotels, the food. I mean, so much goes into these shows. Why not have a show before the show? Heck, I think a year ago we had a show after the show. Let's extend the length of what goes into these trade shows. And why the IARA Roundtable, right? Auctions, auto remarketing. There's the show from a year ago. And I like to feature the location. We also had the IARA 20th anniversary. That was last fall. So it's here. It's next week. It is August 16th through 18th. We'll be live. Oh, and that's, man, that is a week from today is when we'll be live the night before the committee meetings. So we'll have one more chance to talk about it before it kicks off. How cool is that? What's up, Mark? Thank you so much. Making martinis. In the live chat. Thank you, Mark. The car shipping industry. I was thinking about it, too, when I was getting ready, Mark. Is um, It is a fascinating industry. All of the vehicle logistics that go into um, automotive nationwide on a daily basis. All the companies and the people. It's wild. So thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. I appreciate you being a part of it. Superflow Systems trying to help make it better because there's a lot to do and so at the summer roundtable there's a lot of committee meetings on wednesday is that wednesday the 17th 
Check my calendar here. That is Wednesday the 17th. That's going to be an interesting day. So we'll go live in the afternoon on that one. And, by the way, the IARA event is getting ready for record turnout this summer. Um, this actually was an article by Martin Romju. Maybe he can shed more light on this for us. Uh, by the way, this is Joe Miller of Auto IMS. He is now, I think he's the, he's the MC, is that right? Joe Miller, ladies and gentlemen. This is the hotel where it's going to be, the Hilton Nashville. So if you see this hotel next week, you have arrived. This is the agenda. Um, yeah, like I said, Wednesday the 17th. Look at this. Committee, 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 committee. And then Ernie Garcia, the third of Carvana, CEO of Carvana. He's going to be there. Wow. And then Thursday, general sessions, closing keynote. Lots of talk about EVs as well. Pretty interesting stuff. And there it is. Pre-owned auto logistics put it on. Uh, this was on uh, LinkedIn today. One week away. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet that's Nashville. Boy, that looks fun. I'm not gonna be there. I'm gonna be here in the studio because you know what? We got a giant ecosystem to talk about constantly. OEMs, auctions, dealers, shippers, services, brokers, carriers, equipment, regulations, and loads. Tonight's show, auctions as it relates to services, carriers, dealers, shippers, consigners. What's a consigner coming up on Larry? Uh, front of the store, back of the store, ATI. Talks about it all. And around and around we go. Don't just stay in the back of the store. Do not miss what's happening in the front. And vice versa. That's two wags of the finger tonight. Uh, thank you very much, Big Valley Auto Auction. Great show last Tuesday night. That was really... That was really, it is auction week, auction month. But I am focused on anybody trying to share information. Here we go. Here's how you prepare for the sale. In case you don't know, not everybody knows. Come to preview day. Oh, cool. Grab a run list, bidder card, and a pen. Walk the lot, check the inventory list vehicles that you're looking to purchase, and then bring your bidder card with you on sale day. And then grab a taco. How cool is that? Uh, hey, everybody, listen. Uh, big shout out and a happy birthday to Bill Zadites. Um, he is, I don't know if it's executive director, founder, president. He is the man. Cherokee Media Group, Used Car Week. Serious round of applause to Bill Zadites. We'll see him again in November at, in San Diego. And actually, he's going to be at the IARA Roundtable. Uh, a little bit of news for you. We got the big news in part two, but uh, dealerships are now using digital platforms for payment. More and more being adopted. I don't know if it's Bitcoin, but definitely you could look more at something like a Cash App or a Venmo or a, you know, they want it, exchange payment. Here, this came out today. Brand new news. Look at this. August 9th. Shift and car lots agree to merge, creating a differentiated used auto e-commerce retailer experience. Uh, with Shift's strong presence on the West Coast, car lots retail stores on the Mid-Atlantic region. By the way, 
FYI, recent news was that car lots had to close some locations. We're seeing all around the marketplace uh, that people are tightening their belts. So this merger probably comes at a good time for both organizations. Uh, Shift, a leading end-to-end commerce platform for buying and selling used cars. Car lots, a leading consignment to retail used vehicle marketplace. There's that word again, consignment. The combination will create the destination for the best online and in-person used car purchasing experience. Line customer seamlessly shop. Um, sounds like an opinion. But uh, car lots will be able to leverage Shift's proprietary inventory acquisition engine and at-home delivery. There it is. Delivery. Who has this delivery contract with car lots? Because now you have it with Shift too, or vice versa. Be interested to find out. Probably nobody's going to tell me. I'd be speculating. Just a guess. Um, hey, it is uh, it is auto auction week. Oh, next week. Um, the third week in August is a time to celebrate the wholesale auto auction industry. Check this out. In 2021, NAAA member auctions reported more than $121 billion in sales. Those are dollars. Um, and facilitated the sale of 7.5 million vehicles. The industry is a critical component of the automotive ecosystem to the used vehicle supply chain. Auctions are key partners to manufacture captive finance companies, banks, lenders, rental, fleet, lease management companies, and dealers. They provide valuable services to used vehicle stakeholders, titling, inspections, mechanical, reconditioning. Auctions are also excellent stewards of the community. So this is why we talk about auctions so much. We just named a fistful of reasons why if you're in auto transport, you might want to get to know an auction or two. Could be a guess. Um, Sixth, here's Bob Upton shared this. Uh, Sixth is, my understanding of Sixth is a rental car company. Uh, and they're now announcing their all-new Dealer Direct website where you can view premium inventory 24-7 at sixthdirect.com. Gosh, I wonder if they need transport. Huh. Go to sixthdirect.com, register to be a dealer buyer, dealer seller. I don't know. TrueCar offers dealers across the U.S. vehicle delivery. True car. Oh, they're using Assertus. See, there you go. You can be their premier provider of transportation. But you know, listen. If you're if you're a small, you know, if one truck shop, you might want to work with another group that's a little bigger to to service this client. But I assure you, this is this is what's happening at trade shows. Uh, John Larrick is hiring experienced car haulers. Larrick's towing and transport. And if you're a car hauler and you're looking to uh, work for a great company, there's your phone number. Looking for great car haulers. John is a friend of the show. Cassins has been sharing how they've been doing uh, training. Walk-arounds, learn how to load. Two weeks of hands-on training before moving on to a home terminal for two more weeks. 
That's a month of car hauling training. Isn't that interesting? That is really interesting. That's a month. So, this might be a good time to share this. Uh, BMW is leveraging a Korean startup to have cars self-drive to their shipping site. Now, before we all get excited, I'm just going to read this. This is just news that I'm reading. BMW Group is launching a pilot project this month with the help of a South Korean startup, Seoul Robotics, and Swiss startup, Embotech, to have cars self-drive out of production lines to their shipping corners. Called Automated Driving in Plant, it aims to maneuver cars around logistics centers unmanned. The automaker will test the autonomous driving system on the new BMW 7 Series, the electric BMW i7, uh, and this is in Europe. And then completed cars will cruise out of the assembly lines to their logistics section. Now, one could argue this this is this could be good. Like automated car puller, right? That could that actually could be good. And there I'm not saying there's another shoe about to drop, but I'm reporting this because to somebody this is like alien I just spoke an alien language. Like, no, Jay, you know, stop already. And I accept that. That's fine. But it is news, and I do think it's real. I'm going to keep moving. Yeah, let's just not go to page two. Let's keep going. Oh, another one. Two simple partners with global logistics leader Hagelman Group. Uh, Two simple, a global autonomous driving technology company. Here he goes again. Has announced its partnership with Hagelman Group, a major European transport and logistics provider that operates a fleet of over 5,000 vehicles, including an initial reservation of purpose-built SAE Level 4 autonomous international trucks for operation in North America. CJ, the trucks will be equipped with two simple advanced autonomous driving system, really based on a world-class global vehicle platform. Hagelman's partnership with two simple signals the symbiotic path of both partners to offer innovative solutions that address the ongoing driver shortage while lowering greenhouse gas emissions and improving vehicle and environmental safety. Uh, Hagelman's reservation of factory production units with two simple technologies of primary action in developing a new state-of-the-art logistics network in North America called the Two Simple Autonomous Freight Network, or AFN. Early studies show that autonomous trucks in this type of network have the potential to reduce fuel consumption for middle-mile transportation. And then, and then there's this. Uber put out the report that examines the future of autonomous trucking. Now, I will stop there. That's fine. That's fine. And, um, yeah, I don't need that. But, yeah, you can send in your comments. I know. I get it. Now, we're not saying... It's interesting. You can report on many other news topics, and things are okay. You report on this kind of stuff, and, you know, people jump out of their bunks. But, uh, look at look at uh, auto manufacturing. Have you seen how many robots are in that place? There's still people in there. Some of them might argue that their jobs aren't as hard as they were before. Others might argue... They don't work there anymore. There's, you're going to run the gamut. So 
I, I do want to know your thoughts. I want you to share news and information. Send it to me, autotransportintel.gmail.com. This is how you get your car shipping business news. What you do is you tune in every Tuesday night. You put it up on the big screen, and that's why we bring five new questions. We're going to play Are You a Car Shipping Guru? Ask Larry. Five new questions every Tuesday night. This is powered by ATI and Superflow. Who's ready for some fun? Here we go. Question one. IARA stands for Inside Auto Refurbishers Act, Internal Arbitration Repossession Association, If and Remedy Assets, or International Automotive Remarketers Alliance. Fingers on the buzzers. Now don't crowd the doorway. Not everybody at once. Go ahead and place your guess into the live chat. Is it inside Auto Refurbishers Act? Internal Arbitration Repossession Association. If and Remedy Assets. Or International Automotive Remarketers Alliance. Ty has got it. It is International Automotive Remarketing Alliance. The voice of the consigner. Coming up. That's question five. Just a guess. Here we go. Question two. What is the most appropriate carrier pay amount to ship a 2020 Subaru Impreza from Fort Wayne, Indiana to Yakima, Washington? Is it 950, 1265, 1505, or 1800? I do not know the answer. This one's powered by Quotify, Transport Auto Quoter. Okay. Small sedan, Fort Wayne, Yakima, Washington. Well, Sue says the rates aren't what they should be on the load boards and the load boards is where most people seem to go so hmm, I don't think it's 1800 even if I wish it and Fort Wayne is in the middle of the country I bet you it goes for 1265 what do you say what's your guess on this one uh, I would love to hear. Hey, Expo Tractor, what do you think? By the way, Super Dispatch is here. What's going on, Super Dispatch? What do you guys think this thing? And Carlos Braxton, ACB Logistics in the house. What do you guys think this Subaru Impreza is going to move for? Like, what's it going to move for? I mean, you can put in what you would do it for, and then you can put in what you think it'll move for. Or I can just talk. Fifteen oh five says affordable. I know it's tempting. It's either it's it's either twelve or fifteen. Uh, somebody's gonna say it's nine fifty, and somebody's gonna say it's eighteen hundred. All right, affordable. All right, it's between me and affordable. I'm gonna go with twelve sixty five. Affordable's got fifteen oh five. Here we go. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. 
That is the best news today. Thank goodness. It should be. Yeah, I know. It should be. Should be 1800. That's the thing. And you know, that's just why, like, you'll see, you'll hear me say this on Thursdays. Like, what's the shipper paying? Seriously. Like, you know the shipper. You know the shipper. That, that should, maybe we'll do that sometime, Larry. What's the shipper paying? Because it's always significantly more. Right? Exactly. I know. That's the thing. You wonder how I get so negative. <laughs> you know, you can't help but get negative. And I think, I think actually, there's Silver Mint with the right price. Okay, see, Silver Mint's got what the shipper's paying. Right? Yeah, tell me about it. Forget about it. Question three. Here we go. Day one of the IARA Roundtable in Nashville features committee meetings and a keynote with Carvana CEO Ernie Garcia III. True or false? Now, you know, you know I'm spoon-feeding you these answers. <laughs> well, I don't know the shipping quote stuff. Oh, and what I was going to say, too, is in the, in the, uh, oh, in Industry News Part 2, I think it, you know, there was a sector of the industry that's like, well, listen, if you don't pay us what we need to, if we, if you don't pay us what we have to charge, then we're going out of business. Put that one on the load board. Oh, it's true? What do we got here? Hey, it's true. Well, thank you, Candy Seaport Services. She's making martinis in the super chat. Thank you so much. Grab a glass and have a seat. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it, Candy. Love that. Okay. What do we got here? Oh, question four. Here we go. What is the most appropriate carrier pay amount? To ship a 2006 Lexus LS430 from Norwalk, Connecticut to Rolla, Missouri. Oh, you didn't get the rate on that one affordable? The rate that it moved at was 1800 Which is amazing. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's the thing. That's what happens when we're kept to just like a few chicken nuggets at a time. Boy, we get excited by it. Like eight. Right? It should be 1800 Heck, maybe even more. But we're so used to seeing, you know. You know. You, Alright, I'm trying to stay positive. Breathe, Jay. Alright. Lexus LS430, Connecticut to Missouri. This could be 1275 And it... You know, one could argue that should be sixteen thirty-five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play devil's advocate again, because it suits me. Okay, I'm gonna go at twelve seventy-five. Who's got a guesstimate? By the way, got an extra like? Please leave one. Thank you so much. <laughs> right up for exactly Hong Kong, right? <laughs> Well, thank you, Affordable. And that goes for everybody. You got a question, you missed something, you want to know something, put it in the live chat. This is a community movement. 
Yeah. I think it's 12.75 too. I think me and Carlos are usually, you know, we usually have the same guess. I think we think the same. All right, well, let's see what we got here. Anybody else? Last chance. The rates. Yeah, exactly. The rates always suck on the load board. They do. I mean, they, for the, you know, they pretty much do. But that's the load board. All right, here we go. Let's see what we got. Oh, see? Oh, man. And you know what's really crazy? Do you know what the value of that Lexus is right now? It's like insane. If, let's say somebody bought, let's say somebody bought that Lexus from another party. Well, POV to POV, they're going to save a little bit of money. But if a private individual bought that thing from a dealership, they paid top dollar. And look what the transporter is going to get. That blows. Live. By the way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Alright, shake it off. Shake it off. Question five. A third party that sends vehicles to the auction to be sold for a fee is called a... Is it a consigner? Is it a mystery shopper? A white knight? Or an arbitrator? A third party that sends vehicles to the auction to be sold for a fee is called a... Is it a consigner? Is it a mystery shopper? A white knight? Or an arbitrator? Anybody have a guess? And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Consigner. See, this is one of those words. I swear. I mean, I don't know how many, I don't know how long Ty and I walked around going, what's a consigner? Because, right, you can't ask. Shoot, man, this is an auto remarketing show. You don't know what a consigner is. So we do it here. We do it live. We understand. You know, what's a consigner? It's a third party. Can be an individual, a fleet lease management company, a bank, a lender, anybody that sends their vehicle to the auction to be sold for a fee. The auction takes care of, they take, you know, I don't know if possession's the right word, but they take custody of the vehicles at their auction, market it, all the stuff, and then they're going to take a fee for doing that work. And anybody can send their... Well, I don't want to get too crazy. We'll learn from the IARA. Jeez, Jay. But that's what a consigner is. And, by the way, consigners do a lot of vehicle transport. You hear what I'm saying? So if you hear the word consigner, get excited! Because they need cars shipped. Okay. Time for a break. I got a quick break. After this, we're going to be back with Industry News Part 2. So stick around. 
Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verification of loads when nobody answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years of experience in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Everybody wants to be part of a bigger story. Auto transport is a vital part of that story. Vehicle reconditioning starts when your transport arrives at the dealership. The story starts with you. For our auto retail customers, as yours, full satisfaction. Car dealers can see the rapid recon difference. That's transparent communication through vehicle reconditioning, auto remarketing, dealer inventory management process software. Visit rapidrecon.com. Links in the live chat. Yeah, I see that, Carlos. CarMax just opened up an auction right next to the rail yard in Dixon, South Carolina. I didn't know that. I love the news. Selling wholesale. Smart, smart location. I wonder if Chris Chamberlain knew that too. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. If you're just joining, you're just in time for industry news part two. Here we go. Auto industry forecasting is suddenly really tough. The auto industry's challenges from chip shortages to rising inflation, taking a toll on the dark science of forecasting. It's gotten much harder to forecast what's going to happen. There's just too much uncertainty out there. Why? Well, consumer curiosity and interest in EV is growing, but automakers don't know how many EVs they'll be able to sell. If their factories and EV and supply chain batteries are going to be ready to go, and what will happen with you know the timeline of internal combustion engine, shortage of microchips is still a thing. Man, it's a big thing. COVID-19, still affecting meetings, staffing. You've seen it. The war in Ukraine, it's not over. Gosh, what's going to happen with China? Inflation. And so a lot of Tier 2, here's what I was talking about earlier, a lot of Tier 2, Tier 3, these are suppliers on the supply chain. They build assemblies and whatnot. Have thrown contracts at the window. They said, this is what you've got to pay or you won't get the parts. Psst. This is what you got to pay or you won't get the car. You hear me? Oh, hey, what is going on? Super Dispatch, making martinis in the live chat. Shout out to the Car Super Business Channel. Thank you so much, Super Dispatch. Appreciate you tuning in, your support, contribution. Hey, don't forget, you can also, if you know, if let's say you missed the live chat, we have super thanks below the videos that are on demand and you can contribute to ATI with a super thanks. So, super thank you. So, uh, the nightmare caused by the chip shortage, it has numbers. It's not going away. 
it won't let up. Um, data shows that North American automakers cut their output by no more, no less than 100,000 vehicles this week alone. So added up over time, 3.8 million units by the end of the year. Yo, is that why there's so many trucks sitting around everywhere? I've seen some strange parking lots. Have you? Um, here's the breakdown of chip shortage affected uh, globally. 2022 year to date, over a million in North America, over a million in Europe. Yeah, you know, plus shipping, etc. Yikes, dude. So this is what everyone's talking about. Constantly talking about Carvana. They're not alone, but we're going to cover that first. Shift to cost-cutting mode after losses. Carvana CEO Ernie Garcia says the retailer has shifted priorities to favor cost efficiency and cash flow for the first time in company history. Which is just... It is a strange headline for most businesses, by the way. Uh, After losing nearly a billion dollars in the first half of 2022, Carvana will do more to cut expenses in coming months including possibly further reducing employee count at the online used vehicle retailer. Uh, That means a lot of cost cutting in the second quarter already happened. They eliminated 2,500 jobs. More coming. Carvana's back-to-back quarterly net losses in the first half of 2022 were the largest in company history. Second quarter loss, $439 million. One year after the retailer announced its only quarterly net profit since going public in 2017. This is not a good graph. The online used vehicle retailer has turned a quarterly profit just once. And the two largest quarterly net losses were, oh, this year. So there's one little greenie. That's the, that's the net profit. That's tough, man. That is one tough balance sheet. But, like I said, they're not alone. Used vehicle retailer Vroom is cutting jobs. Cut employment by 337 positions. Sold far fewer vehicles in the second quarter. Think it, Who thinks it's going to get better from here? Go ahead and put it in the live chat. Vroom said Monday it cut those positions. Has a realignment strategy to reduce expenses. Closed offices in New York City and Detroit. Shuttered several used car buying centers in Texas. Closed the service center of Texas Direct Auto. Wow, which was wow. I think that's near the beginning of room, Texas Direct Auto. I remember they used to post loads on Central before they posted them as Vroom. Wow. Vroom on Monday reported a second quarter net loss of $115 million, Smaller than its $10 million net loss in the first quarter, but larger than its $65 million loss a year ago. It also reported revenue tumbled 38% to $475 million in the quarter. That included a 45% drop in e-commerce revenue compared with the year earlier. Room's volume of cars sold online dropped by about half in the second quarter. For profitability, soared for those cars. I don't know if that soaring is going to continue. And by the way, if Room's volume dropped, and I think Carvana, I believe in a few months ago, was predicting... Increased volume. I don't know if that's happening either. I don't know. 
What's going on? Shares of room fell 18%. Q2 net loss, 310 million. Wholesale vehicle prices appear to be de-escalating. Right now, somebody's like, man, that robot news was the best news I've heard. Okay. Wholesale prices in July softened ever so slightly from June, marking the second straight month over month decrease. Even if it's small, they're looking for patterns. There could be some moderation, even a reversal in the year-over-year -year price differences as the second half of the year continues. Think them rates are going to be going up? Chief economist Jonathan Smoke wrote, At the wholesale level, data shows that values are clearly retreating from their record highs. And equipment is losing its value too. Thank you, Mike Buchanan, for sharing this article on LinkedIn. Auction values for three to five-year-old tractors cooled off by 3% month over month. Four to six-year-old sleepers depreciated by 7%. Get it sold on Facebook ASAP. While auction volume was a bit lower in the month, there's more volume of older units with considerably higher mileage. Widening the delta, the change between what buyers want versus what's available. It's finally starting to level out. I don't think the guy down the street is begging for an 01 250,000-mile Geo Metro. Not anymore. And this is interesting. Meet the car flippers. This, as reported in Vehicle Remarketing, used EV interest surges as more Americans go electric. What? Uh, Recurrent, a car industry analyst of electric vehicle battery health, uh, released a Q3 2022 used electric car market report revealing that price increases for used EVs are beating the consumer price index for all cars in the U.S. EV owners who purchased a new Ford Mustang Mach-E in late 2021 could have resold it for a profit of 10 to 20 grand in a matter of months, a trend that is still visible in the summer of 2022. Someone who bought a Tesla Model 3 in April 2021 has seen its value appreciate by $19,000 as of July. And did you know that dealers don't want consumers doing this? Which is funny. Well, it's not funny, but... Uh, let's see. Okay, so interest in used EVs growing. Used EV prices high. Electric truck and SUV sales breaking records. And the rise of car flipping will continue despite attempts to block it. Yeah, they're, they're putting in... I think there's a thing now, if you buy this truck or that thing, you can't sell it for... I don't know. I don't. It's weird. Which is interesting, too. Here's why it's interesting. Because OEMs are telling dealers, you're just going to be agents from now on. We're going to dictate everything. And the dealer's like, whoa. But then when the dealer sells it to the consumer, they're saying the same type of thing. And the consumer's saying, whoa. See that trickle-down economics? Hey, new agreement will circle Lake Michigan with EV charging stations. So EV, EV's happening, and they're talking about it. Be sure to get the podcast. ATI also makes a podcast of its live shows. You can get that. It's ATI Auto Business. Look for it everywhere. Talk to Ty. Got a question? 417-483-2764. Highly recommend that. He'll be honest with you. 
the coveted, honest information. ATI, we go live four times a week, some weeks. <laughs> Actually, August has been tough. So much, it's still, it's, it's hit or miss. We always do Tuesday nights live. Live carrier advice here and there. Dispatching live, most Thursdays. Cars on the move. We'll get back on track. We just, man, we've been so busy. But thermonuclear Thursdays are not to be missed. Uh, let's see. Not next to two weeks. In two weeks, we have auto market economics Q3 2022. Should be bombastic given what we just looked at. Uh, we had Wygate Car Certified. That was last month. That was another IARA show. Um, location Services wants you to check out their show on ATI. Thank you very much. Location Services. Great. I love that image. That's great. Awesome. Um, oh, yes. We will keep talking about the... Uh, this is the Certified Auto Remarketer course. It's 20 modules. Got a question? We'll be talking about that, too. Because... Because... Um, next Tuesday night is the night before the committee meetings... We're going to be live. Ty will be in Nashville. He'll be on the move. We'll be talking about the IARA Summer Roundtable. And then we're going to go live. When you see this, that means we're live in Nashville. We're going to go live on Wednesday and or Thursday. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We will see how it goes. Car Shiba Business Channel. My name is Jay. Thank you so much for tuning in saying hello. All right. We're just a few minutes late for Ty. That's okay. And me and Ty will be quick. We'll get to Martin. Here uh, in a jiffy. What's up, Moozy? Thanks for tuning in saying hello. Here we go. Stand by. Because we'll be right back with Ty Thompson and then Martin Romju, Bob at Business Media, and the rest of our panel. Stick around. We'll be right back. Why is auto shipping such a challenge? If shipping cars is part of your job, you've wasted time assigning and tracking shipments, waited around while deadlines are missed, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. And if you're a carrier moving cars, you've wasted time with bad contact info and shipments that aren't available, waited around for help locating vehicles and receiving payments, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. At PAL, we integrate systems for seamless API automations, provide daily email updates, custom portals and reporting, provide ACH quick pays, and we never hide from any questions. Join the auto logistics revolution because it's time to do things better. Pre-owned auto logistics, vehicle transportation made safe, reliable, and easy. Pre-owned auto logistics provides car shippers with experienced professional drivers, a fully insured modern fleet, and friendly, knowledgeable service. Learn more at preownedautologistics.com. Links are in the live chat. And thanks for saying hello in the live chat. We've got quite a show lined up for you here. So to help me uh, get things started right now, live on center stage, here he is, the man, the myth, Ty Thompson. Ty, can you see me and hear me okay? Very good. Very good. How about me? Can you I, see me I, me? I see you. I hear you. So, all right. So we're talking about the IARA 
summer roundtable. You're about to pack your bags. You're headed there next week, right? Yes. Has that, has that sunk in yet? <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> I'm like, I got a lot to do. Right? <laughs> yeah. I know. We all do. Got a lot to do. So but, what does uh, that mean? What does that mean, Ty? Yeah. Tell us, in a nutshell, what you think that means. Well, for example, uh, pre-owned auto logistics, our friends Dana, Jeremy, we met Mike. Uh, I think there's a couple in that gang. I got to talk to Dana earlier this week. Uh, he's excited to go. He saw his post on LinkedIn. We talked about that. We talked about the industry. So <clears throat> what I get excited about when, I, when we talk about conferences, but especially the IARA, is because I love auctions, right? Uh, I spent 20, 20 years of my life usually at an auction or at a dealership. So uh, I personally get excited for one, the networking, the relationships, like you said earlier in the show, and I thought that was good that you pointed out. This is this isn't our first one anymore. So <laughs> I'm kind of uh, right. happy about that. Yeah, it's really good. We are and now. I always think I always think ahead. about me. No, well, yeah, I always think going. about when I the first one I went to. I believe that was San Antonio, and I remember meeting Tony Long. I'll never forget that my entire life from here forward, and uh, how really kind the everybody there was, and just. The ability to, you know, welcome us. We we were definitely new to the scene and um, just really good people, you know. And it, it, that really ties in well with what I know in real life auction world, right? And don't get me wrong; you guys hear me complain about certain auctions, certain times. But as a whole, uh, auctions have always been the place that I've done a lot of business, and that's why I love going to these things and talking to auction people, consigners, remarketers, all those people because I'm very familiar with the auction world. I don't have the Auction Academy credit credentials yet. Well, that, it, or the well, car. It, but, and if it wasn't for these trade shows, we wouldn't even know about those certifications. Seriously. No, right? We wouldn't. Because you, right. you can pass somebody a flyer all day, but if you don't meet somebody and then you were in a conversation, I don't remember how I first heard about car certification, but it was probably at a trade show. Yeah. Well, the reason, one of the reasons I like, I was so busy working, you know, building a fleet, had a big fleet, had a lot of drivers, moved a lot of cars, was in and out of auctions all the time, knew about these things. You know, I always tell the story about how I would be at an auction or a dealer and I would grab an auto remarketing or automotive news magazine or something. And you, you, over time, you start getting to know there's something beyond what I'm dealing with here. And it's maybe even big, big enough that it's, it's having an impact on what I'm doing in the transport parking lot. Does that make sense? Well, it does. And you reminded me that I know when I first used to open those magazines or those first trade shows, it's odd. You feel, remember, let's go back to auto Intel summit. What 2019? <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't. We're like, what's FinTech? We must've been <laughs> the only two yahoos in the place going, what's FinTech? But yeah. we did that, and yeah. now we know, number one, at every show, there's somebody, there's going to be somebody there this year that goes, what's a consigner? Now, the chances aren't good, <laughs> but there could be. Well, and, it, and it's funny, you're like, Todd, but you hold cars for 20 years, a lot of cars, and you don't know what a consigner is? I mean, it's it's one of those words you definitely know, you just... Well, don't know it in the context. But, uh, well, and, and, and you hate to ask because, yeah. you know. But that but that's the beautiful thing. The, the, the people at this conference, ask. again, yeah. I start with 
Tony. He was the first guy. Super friendly. Definitely met Jeff. uh, But, you know, you were talking about um, auto IMS. Joe. Joe Joe. Miller. Super friendly. Got to meet Joe. Tammy Swafford. I got to meet her. I mean, mean, at these conferences, that was, we met the the new president from Mannheim there. Remember that? Uh, Steve, was it Steve Schwartz? No. Oh, 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 Jim House? No. No, that Dang was Odessa. We did see Jim, Jim as he was did, going yeah. down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got to shake his Steve hand. Steve Rowe? Anyway, no. But, oh, for some reason, I think Randy, but that can't be it. Randy so James. I don't know. My bad. We're live right now, by the way. <laughs> That's what I like about this channel. I it's know, not scripted. me too. <laughs> this thing is unscripted. Let's do yeah. this. So, oh, no, yeah, wait, before we no. do this, we'll, yeah, we'll, cool. we'll bring him in. Here we go. So everybody that's watching this, it's not a car hauler. One of the things that Jay and I do on a a pretty regular basis, raise your hand in the live chat if you've been at an auction, right? And the the reason I like to ask that question is because it becomes a place that you just go to and you just pick up cars and you might know the check-in guy, you might know somebody in the transport parking lot, but do you know what really is going on back there? Why, Why was the car not where it was supposed to be? Why? did they tell me to get the car and now they I'm not getting the car. And these are the things that I think are real important for transport people to know. So one of the, the things that I'm proud of Jay about and this channel about is that we are literally bringing what you touch every day to you in this form. Does that make sense? Well, you just made me think of, cause right now there's somebody at an auction going, man, nobody knows what they're doing. Now it's easy to feel that way and get frustrated. The problem is there's so many moving parts. How many people could say that? Nobody. There's a lot. Matter of fact, a lot. I had a, uh, I mentioned this, I mentioned this last week, but I had an auction. So I'm in Joplin, Missouri and I'm the straw circle within 170 miles at an auction within that circle, reach out. Hey Ty, I've got a problem. I need some help trying to figure out my logistics. Now, I'm just going to be real honest with you. I'm so super excited for this phone call and this opportunity to go open the door. I mean, the door is open. Ty, come here. We want to ask all the questions. Show us what, how do we fix this? We are not getting our cars here fast enough. It's a problem. And I've talked to a lot of people this week, by the way. I don't want to be Debbie Downer for a minute, but I will tell you if, and I've kind of been hitting around about this, but I talked to enough people on all sides of this ecosystem that we talk about the front of the store and the back of the store i'm concerned for the uh the consigner can the consigner get their vehicles delivered when they need them delivered there's there's a increasingly high number of carriers that are exiting and a smaller number that are coming in so if i'm a consigner if i'm a big fleet lease remarketer financial institution and I'm starting to, if I'm going to gauge anything, it's going to be, how long did I, how long did it take for me to send the order and for it to get where it was supposed to go? Which I know everybody watches that real close anyway, but I would dig into that just a little bit more because if you're starting to see a lag, you, you better be ready to figure out what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm well, just not sure how so, it's going to work out. And so I'm going to add this <laughs> asterisk. If you're not seeing that now, or you're under the impression that somebody's already taken care of that, keep an eye out. Because we, yeah. Well, you know, I I just, I talked to a lot of people in real life, in the the transport parking lot, on the phone. 
I know. You see me at a well, conference. Everybody's like, dude, how many people did you talk to? Listen, it's kind of like one of those things where pre-COVID, this idea that you couldn't find people to work in regular jobs didn't really exist. Yeah. Right? And we still yeah. have this problem. So this idea mm. that we have enough transporters or whatever... Well, so part of the fun, I know we got to get, I better just stop. I could keep Yeah, let's let's, let's Let's get to Martin. All right. To be continued. But I'll tell you what, by the way, when we go live in a week, uh, we can continue some of this stuff because I'm I'm saving a couple other pieces. All right. So we'll be continued. All right. Here we go. Let's do this. Up on center stage, we have joining us now. Martin, I hope you're ready because I'm just tossing you right into the room. Mic check, one, two, three. See, there we go. Mic check, one, two, three. Ah, the, the audio finally leveled out. Mic check. See, how, oh, there it is. All right, here we go. Let's see if Martin can see us and hear us. We're also in the live chat. Hopefully the audio was okay on that last segment. It changes once I open up Zoom. All right, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Martin, can you see me and hear me okay? I can see you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I hear you. I see you. Mic check one, two, three. All right, Martin. So we're here. We're live. It's Tuesday night. Please, once again, introduce yourself, say hello, and let's get this thing going. Well, thanks for having me. I'm uh, Martin Ramju. I'm a fleet content director at Bobbit Media, and we have uh, several fleet transportation magazines and websites. Specifically, I'm the editor of uh, Vehicle Remarket and Charged Fleet, and I'm also chairman of the Conference of Automotive Remarketing. I had my first one this year, and we're getting ready to plan for the one next year. So that's kind of um, my role. I've been to one summer roundtable, my first one in San Antonio last year, and I'm certainly looking forward to uh, the one in Nashville. So that's kind of my, my quick recent story all right so okay for the record ty's gonna be there i'm not gonna be there you're gonna be there and everybody else here tonight's gonna be there so one of the things martin i want your help with is a year ago we caught you live in our feed via your own mobile device hopefully we can do a little bit of that again this year but i know you have your hands full with you know you are i I said this before and this is why I love having you on content is that you do you always have a keyboard i mean a laptop in front of you yeah the days of the old pen and notebook are long gone so if i bring that i'm going to look totally old school but yes i i use the laptop to take notes and and record sessions because it's just so full of good content and ideas and it's just the kind of stuff you want to tell the industry about and the summer roundtable is is just full of full of that. So let's do this. I know I want to. I want to tease it up a little bit. Um, the agenda, news, articles. What's something interesting that's on your mind right now as we head into next week? Well, I think it's just the overall um, approach, the overall atmosphere of this year's roundtable. I I think President Jeff Besher, who you're going to have in a few minutes, he said it best. Uh, The industry is going through a lot of structural shifts and transformative change. And this this particular roundtable, although last year's was the first one after all the lockdowns, 
this is the first one since we've had widespread business travel and kind of a mass reemergence in the in the physical workplaces. So it's um, I think it's going to attract a lot of people. Uh, the registrations, the hotel room blocks, it's all been tracking uh, well ahead of of last year. I know the IARA is thrilled about that. Um, and and given how much is going on and how much has even happened since the car conference, uh, I kind of informally refer to this as the, the, the FOMO roundtable, the fear of missing out. There is even more to, to fear missing out on than there was last year's just because of, of so much that has happened. Uh, everybody there wants to do more business now that the pandemic is receding, but yet they're now looking at how do we prepare and adjust our businesses for a recession that we don't know whether it's going to be shallow, whether it's going to be deep. And how do we line up and ensure those, those business connections and those contracts that can get us through? So that's kind of what's, um, that's kind of the, the overall flavor of it is, as I see it. I, I just want to jump in and say, I think you said something very well. And that is that we're all in our own way preparing for a recession without knowing exactly what it looks like. But I think that R word is pretty much in the back, if not the front, of everybody's minds. That's right. We don't like seeing it in print. We don't want to hear Alexa hearing us say that. But it's there. Right? Shoot, I don't... YouTube may not even allow that word anymore. I don't know, but depends on the definition, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that one no, in. <laughs> depends on what recession is, is or whatever. No, I know. Well, you yeah. need to redefine everything. So but, maybe we're then, really not in one. I, I think that shift car lots news today speaks volumes in with actually I, I'm really happy with industry news tonight. Because um, from the Carvana and Vroom belt tightening, major losses, to other mer ongoing mergers and acquisitions. Um, shoot, Ty, Ty shared a video with me. What was that today about that dealer that was like, he, you know, it's funny, Ty, he said it too. I don't know if I'd get in right now. <laughs> and yet yeah. he goes, but I'm going to. I'm going to. <laughs> hey, if you do it right and you got the money. Which I think he's got both. So, uh, Martin, good to see you, by the way. And I'm looking forward yeah, to seeing yeah. you again. I, Martin, yeah. I really bonded with Martin at uh, a couple of these conferences. Just incredible guy that is really into what he's doing. I've never seen anything like it. So, great friend and um, looking forward to seeing you again. So, thanks. I also thanks, want to tell Likewise. you, everybody coming on, thanks for your time. I know that's a big deal. So, thank you. Um, well, I'll tell you yeah, what. Yeah, there are a lot of changes. Yeah, go ahead, Jay. Oh, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to bring in Tony and Jeff. But I yeah. want to say this. Credit where credit is due. Ty Thompson introduced me to Martin Romji. <laughs> well, I mean, funny story. When I met him, I think he thought I worked for Black Widow. Didn't you, Martin? <laughs> yeah, I think we met at that Black Widow place uh, where we were all hanging out. Uh, yeah. Because they had, they had the most elaborate display and certainly was mm. something new for me yeah good so, friends yeah. good people that too that's awesome oh man i know okay so that was the black widow display was that car conference 
It might have been what, for the very first time I met him. That was June of I... 21. Right, yeah. June of 21. That was car conference. Okay, cool. Yeah. I know exactly. Really good well, that's and that's great too, because when when Ty is on point, you'd think he was working for somebody else. So, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> All right, let's do this. let's go ahead and get um. Uh, right now, we are going to uh, we're going to get Jeff. Um. On the center stage, Tony Long should be joining us shortly as well. Uh, and Jeff, we're, we're really lucky to have Jeff Fesher with us. He is the president of IARA. And hopefully, I, th I think I got that right. Because actually, I looked on LinkedIn, and I couldn't find the official title. Martin, can you correct me? Jeff is, is president. President of right. IARA. And he's, here. Yes. he's on screen. He just popped up. Jeff, how are you doing? Please say hello. I am awesome. Thank you, Jay and Ty and Martin. Good to see all of you. Yeah, dear. Man, thanks, Jeff. It's big. Yeah. Thanks for taking big the time. That is here. a big deal. We're a week yeah. away. What's going on? What's happening in your world, Jeff? Well, I love the fact uh, that Ty was talking earlier about going to a summer roundtable and you guys and meeting people. And I just recall, uh, like, in some of our committee meetings at the summer roundtables, there was a guy that kept showing up, and no, none of us knew who he was. And those, those meetings are open. People can come in and see what's going on. And typically, we don't get a lot of people that are not part of the committees at those meetings. And I just think that's great that you showed up and were like, yeah, what's happening here? And so yeah. that was really good. Thank you. It was good. And I, there was one that I went into. I think I've told the story before. You probably know it. But there was one I kind of slithered into. And I, there was a lot of suits in there. And I thought, oh, boy, this, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. But. Nobody left, told me to get out, and I enjoyed it. You got that's what's so cool. You got seriously the, the stuff that goes on in these meetings is just top notch, incredible. I'll let you tell more about it. There are some. Uh, there's a lot of good people and a lot of good information that they have, and a lot of strong companies that are part of it. And um, one of the you know, one of the pillars of IARA is networking, and that gets the you know the friendliness that you're talking about. I'm really impressed with how people um, want to talk to each other and are willing to share. And we know we're competitors in some spaces, et cetera, but um, everybody I think gets along extremely well. And it's just a really nice uh, organization from that perspective. Yeah. Jay had a good question. What is, what is it like the week before in your world? I mean, is it all pretty well set up or are you kind of doing some scrambling? What's that like? Um, well, it's like uh, we think everything is set up and everything's ready to go. And then there's 600 other things that uh, pop up. And then people come in and say, hey, can you do this as well? And can we do this at this time? Uh, and we need a meeting room here. And uh, so Martin is very familiar with all of those uh, requests right. that come right. in from organizing a conference. Um, and so my message has been, let's make sure we get all the basics that we're already scheduled to do and have that have that good and then we'll see if we can put in the rest of the uh, rest of the requests that are coming in but a lot of them come in so mm. well who do we ask who's the like the the committee meetings can you highlight some of the ones you're looking really forward to yeah so um i guess you know if you if you look at our agenda we start with the first day uh, with committee me meetings and one of the things we've done uh, at the iara is combine our committees so really there's only five of them now um, and then there's subcommittees within those 
And it was because we were getting so long on committee reports and trying to get people to, to communicate what was going on, we thought it'd be a good idea to try and uh, consolidate and get some more direct information. But uh, the, the, the committee meetings, uh, it starts with an industry advancement committee, which is a new name, but basically it is our standards, our technology, and our EV committees. So those three committees make up industry advancement. And it's really about what's all the new stuff going on in the industry that everybody from our membership standpoint should be should know about. And that's one of the big things that uh, certainly uh, Paul Seeger, our prior president, and I have been big on is let's share what's going on because a lot there's so many new things happening and we're all in our little zone of how we're selling cars or how we're marketing, how we're transporting cars, et cetera. But there's so many new things happening that we should be sharing that and let, letting people know. So uh, that, that particular committee meeting will really be focused on EV. We've got a lot of information that we're gathering and trying to put into uh, our website so that it's just a source of information. And um, that will, you know, that will continue. There's, there's so many articles about electric vehicles in every uh, media, everywhere. Um, so we're just trying to get the stuff that is important to us. That is, that is going to be a big part of our, the second day of the meetings will be about all electric vehicles. But anyways, that's industry advancement. Um, then we have a conference and events uh, committee, which also includes our awards and recognition that uh, they've already done all their work. So that meeting won't, uh, won't have a whole lot except for last minute things what do we need to do um we also have the canadian committee the canadians just finished their used car week uh up in canada uh, a month or so ago that went really well very successful um, many of the iara um, members and i think almost 70 percent of the presentations uh, had an ira member in them um so a lot of activity up there uh, that's been going well um, and then we've got marketing and engagement committee, uh, which is basically, uh, Martin is where, well aware of this, our marketing, our membership, uh, our social media, our press and PR are all part of that committee. And so that's all about how are we communicating all the things that are going on. And as I continue to say, there's so much going on, how do we do it? Um, and this outreach, using you, you guys, talking with you, knowing you, uh, it's one way. It's another way to, to touch people. And there's a lot of different ways that we, we go out. And that mean, that committee really kind of focuses on all of the entire media atmosphere and how, how we communicate with our members. So, and then the, the final one is education and compliance. And we're going to talk about the ACT, which is the audit and compliance training the courses that we're coming up with. Um, but we also have our, our course certification courses, um, as well as, you know, a legal and legislative that uh, we've just started a subcommittee on that to see where we can have an impact, if at all. So uh, those are the committee meetings in the morning on <laughs> uh, on Wednesday morning. I want to stop here. Jeff, thank you. That was the most concise explanation I've got so far of what the committees are and what they do. Now, that may seem strange, but there's some feedback. Yep. Because I honestly didn't, I couldn't wrap my arms around what the committees are and what they do. Ty, did you know what he just said? 
Well, only because I've been in the committee meetings. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I got I a been taste there. of the committee. Yeah, if you're there, you it, what he said is very accurate, <laughs> and it's very powerful. Is that is that a fair way? That, fair is, way I, to say it? that is. I appreciate that very much. Well, I, yeah. You know me. I'm not afraid to give feedback live, right? Well, but the, see, like when I hear these I things, like I sorry to interrupt you, but when I hear the, no, I'm please. like, okay, so what are what are? Give me an example. If you can, a teaser, right? Because I, I get to go, I get to go in the meetings. But can can you share a, like a teaser, kind of a what would be an example of something that an auction? You know, and I get it too. Auction manager, auction sales reps keep on going all the way down. Everybody's doing their job, and it's working, and we're just trying to get through this mess. But could you give us an example of like what might be over here that maybe they're not paying attention to, a change of some kind? So I will go right to industry advancement, uh, EV and technology. So uh, as a consigner, and you know that's we're a consigner organization to begin with, um, we're very concerned about what happens with an electric vehicle that goes to auction. Do you have the chargers to get that? Do you have the technology to determine uh, how much battery life is left in that car? Can you help us put a price on that vehicle based on some other vehicles that are like it that have sold already. Um, so those are all those little things that uh, if you're an auction and you've hardly had any electric vehicles come through, and uh, again, it's, you know, 3% of the entire car park is, is electric, so maybe there hasn't been a lot come through your auction. But these are the things we're talking about. And if we make a decision on when electric vehicles come into our fleets or are repossessed, where are we gonna send them? We probably want to know which auctions are, are prepared to handle it. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't see it like that. As far as where, if yeah, like so, you're saying a, a, some kind of a consigner, maybe large, that dabbles in a lot of EVs. May you may get a phone call from somebody corporate that says we might have a lot of EVs. Where do we send them? And then you're saying through these committee meetings, we find out, we prepare the auction. Here's some things you might want to pay attention to. That's exactly what I'm saying. So if, ah. if, if you're not part of, I mean, obviously the largest chains, Mannheim's already big into it. Um, yeah. But if you're not preparing for what's coming next, um, then you might be left out of that tranche of cars. I've mm. got to imagine Martin right now is thinking, that's why I cover EVs. Martin, what's the, plug the show. What's the name of the series you've got going? Uh, it's Charged Fleet. It's it's called the Off Peak. It's a video series. In fact, um, we're going to be posting a video with Kristen Slanina within the next few days. She's one of the keynote speakers uh, at the um, at the conference, and she's the chief innovation officer of Park My Fleet. And she also has an extensive background in vehicle engineering, in uh, electric vehicles, solar powered vehicles. So. She'll be someone who can who can speak to some of the things Jeff mentioned, and also the the other question is is how do you maximize the resale values of of used EVs? How do you uh, properly assess the batteries? Um, I've heard some experts say mileage is not as much of an indicator of the value and durability of an EV as is the 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 the, the core power works and the and the battery. So she'll be. I think she'll be introducing a very, a very interesting and ongoing um, industry conversation about this and probably get a lot of people to think um, about some of the challenges with uh, 
auctions handling EVs. And if I could just add to that, um, I just had one conversation with her when we were talking about uh, her perhaps joining this conference and uh, presenting. And uh, yeah, it kind of blew my mind, all the different things that she brought up that I hadn't been thinking about. Um, you know, and uh, with the electric cars, can we, can electric cars reverse and help our electric grid instead of just taking power out? Can they be there, you know, cause they're already powered up when there's a problem and give power back when it's needed. Uh, stuff like that, uh, just I, something I would never have thought of. And she brought it up right away. She's just, I'm very impressed with her and I'm really looking forward to that whole EV uh, discussion. Mm -hmm. I'll second that. Uh, I caught a video. What I think I might've sent it to you, Jay. I don't remember who was interviewing her, but I got to listen to it. John, is it Mathiowitz? Mathiowitz. Mathiowitz of IAA, right? Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I got to listen to a few minutes of that. It was just a short clip, but yeah, very smart. What Jeff's saying is absolutely right. I saw it with my own two eyes and heard it with my own two ears. <laughs> I want to say is that what you were saying, Jeff, on the... See, this is where the uh, F-150 Lightning yep. really gets my attention with... I was reading, I, I double-taked. It was like three days of power to the house from the truck i could be off on this number the fact that you could even send power back to your house with your vehicle that really gets my attention yeah i mean it's just there's things that we haven't thought of that other people that are very smart of in this in this part of the industry uh are talking about and i bringing it to our membership i think is our really important thing uh, for uh, one of the other pillars of the IARA, which is information and insight for our members to, uh, you know, increase their knowledge and better their company's performance. So, and as we travel down the road on this, because I'm pretty sure I read somewhere in Europe, they're working on EV trucks, transportation vehicles, right? then you could charge the EV car with the truck. That could be helpful. Mm -hmm. Yep, if you break down somewhere. Well, if you, um, if if you it have... won't start, which happens every day. How often does this happen at the auction where a car needs gas, a car needs a jump, whatever, right? What were you gonna say, Martin? I'm sorry. I got oh, that's start. okay, no, I interrupted you. Um, now, just elaborating on what, what you were saying, if an ideal situation is you have a solar-powered facility backed up by batteries and generators, and then you have a fleet of F-150s that can give power back to the facility, you basically have your own microgrid, and you're not at the mercy of the conventional power grid. And it, it is technically possible to get that set up now, because... Um, uh, there's a company out of San Diego called Beam. They have these carport-style uh, solar panels that the military is using to charge some of their fleet vehicles. So there's um, there's definitely some exciting possibilities there. See, when you say military, somebody went, really, the military is doing it well. You have my attention. All right, before we go any further, I got two more guests to bring in. What we're going to do is we're going to bring in Andrea Amico and Jeremy Luisos up here on to center stage please do feel free to say hello in the live chat jump into the conversation ask a question and here we go right now please do welcome andrea amico 
Jeremy Louisos because they're on committees at IARA Roundtable. There's Andrea. Oh, we can't hear you, though. We can see you. Courtesy mute. There we go. Oh, Much better, right? Now I'm not just not moving the lips. Actually, something's coming out. All right. Jeremy, you're up next, but Andrea, please say hello. Tell us more about you and what's going on. Uh, just very excited to be next week in Nashville. I've, uh, I'm uh, looking forward to see Ty's cowboy boots. He told me he has incredible cowboy boots, and I'm just looking forward to taking a picture Is of it. Is this real? we got cowboy boots? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is this real, Ty? <laughs> oh, could be. Andrea. I'm just looking forward to see Andrea. Man, I'm he remembers everything you say. You got to be careful. He's like Alexa. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, he should because what do you do, Andre? Uh, uh, what do I do? I, I yeah. I'm what do you do? Cowboy boots? Is that what you're asking? You got your yeah, cowboy exactly. suit. Exactly. Uh, no. This guy. This guy. He's got it. Privacy um, for cars. What's privacy for cars? Oh, we have deleting data from cars so that uh, we protect consumer information that is stored in cars. That's what we do. That's right. So but I'm not you, here to talk about what we do. I know, but I just want to be clear. If you rent it or sell it, Andrea wants to make sure that all of your USB-connected, downloaded information is off the car so you're, so you're good to go. That's what Andrea does. Awesome. Okay. All right. Jeremy Luisos, Pre-Owned Auto Logistics, please say hello. What's hey, Jay and Ty. Hopefully you can hear me. Yeah, we hear hey, you. And, and Martin, Jeff, and, and Andrea, it's great great to see everybody here tonight. Thank you for having me, as always. Man, good to, good to see your face. For taking the time. Yeah, Ty, it's been a little little while. There haven't been as many shows that we've both uh, been attending. There was a stretch there where I felt like I saw you every other week. <laughs> <laughs> we have that, in fact. Yeah, we do that. And then, and, and then we're like, see ya, you know, but you're still with us, right? Yeah, it still <laughs> is. Jeremy. Good, 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 good. Yeah, no, th thanks for having me here. I, I, you know, I'm probably a little bit of an oddball on this panel in the sense that I am, I've recently become pretty active with the IARA, uh, but I've never attended a summer roundtable before. So I'm learning a whole ton on this show as well. Um, oh, I actually, I, I had the it. pleasure of speaking with Tony Long yesterday. He jumped on my pal podcast and gave me a, a great rundown of what's going on. And I just, I, I sort of had this great indirect relationship with the summer roundtable. So Kind of coincidentally, it it kicked off my relationship with the IARA because two two of my uh, you know reps were at that show, met uh, Venkat and the technology committee at the time and those folks and suggested that I might join. I, I had a great you know follow up with them and, and the rest is kind of history at this point. Uh, but also Ty, that's where you met uh, Mike and Kevin and we yep. sort of we we found our introduction into the uh, the ATI universe. So it's indirectly been a very, very potent event for me, though I've never attended. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, Kevin, that's where I met Kevin Lombardi. That was where, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's all coming full circle. <laughs> There's nothing like these One year shows. later. One year. Yeah, one year. What, what a difference a year makes, huh? Isn't that cool? Yeah. And you know what's so. also cool? I mean, this side note story, where's Tony at, by the way? Tony, Tony, we need to bring Tony in because he would love this story. Well, he may... We also, by the way, Aria couldn't make it. She wasn't feeling well. Oh, uh, well, if Tony's to not here, I'll go ahead and tell the story. Um, there was, uh, because of the show, and because of I've actually gone to this now, 
I, I get called. This is no kidding. I get, I've already had five calls, people that are interested in going to this IARA <laughs> as attendees. Did you guys hear what he just said? Yeah, Send them. I, I do. I'm like, yeah, on you need to ATI? go. Go register. I mean, I don't know. I know for sure I got one for sure, maybe two for sure out of five, but I'm sending as many as I can. And what's really cool, you guys don't know the phone calls that we get because Jay doesn't even know half the phone calls I get because of this show. <laughs> we just throw my number out there like, call time. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Uh, but I do get a lot of calls. And this is one topic that has been pretty current for the last three weeks. So uh, you, I believe in this conference, by the way. And that, that's my whole point. So thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah, it's good stuff. I think we'll start seeing some fleets in there next year. Get some big transport companies in there and talk about transport. I don't know. Is it okay to ask who? And it's really big, and I'm excited I get to go because I heard Ernie's coming, right? Ernie's and I was wondering, how did, how, how do you get a guy like Ernie to come? That's a pretty big deal. Isn't it a big accomplishment? <laughs> um, I guess we could say that's a big deal. Yes, I think it's a big deal. Um, you know, I, I think it's the relationships that all of us have. And um, uh, we we rely on each other to say, hey, I know this person and I can uh, talk to them and let them know that uh, the kind of situation that they would be walking into and that we're all here to support each other. And would you be willing to help? And I think that's mm -hmm. kind of uh, that's kind of how that came up. And, I, you know, Carvana has really been in the news a lot. And yeah. uh, you could understand with some of the things that are happening that uh, Ernie might not want to be, you know, out front and talking to everybody. But yeah. um, there's been no wavering whatsoever. And I think, you know, with everything that's going on, uh, you know, that Carvana purchase of the Odessa U.S. auctions, it's just a huge change for the industry. I mean, Odessa auctions is what started Car Global, and now they've uh, sold that part. So, uh, again, I... You know, Martin mentioned it before. I keep saying there's there's a lot of structural transformations going on in our industry, um, and that's that's a big one right there. So to get some information from him and to hear what he has to say and what he thinks uh, the the benefits of purchasing the Odessa auctions will be, I think is really big for our, our membership. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to hear what he has to say because. Uh, I don't have too much to say about their retail side or their, you know, different platforms, how they buy cars and stuff like that. But the way that I view the acquisition of the auctions and start looking at what I know, which is very little of their transportation, primarily it's talk to a few drivers and just look as you're driving down the road. But I see a lot of potential there for really fixing potentially fixing a lot of transportation problems. I was, I'm curious if I might get five seconds with him and just pick his brain, but uh, I am definitely going to be sitting there listening. <laughs> I, I do think logistics is a huge piece of this decision. And uh, they've said so publicly, and I'm sure he'll elaborate on that. Oh, wow. Well, I'm excited. Hear it straight from Ernie. That's a good job, by the way. That's monumental. That's huge. It huge. is. Carvana Dude. must get said more than Jeff Bezos at this point. You've got Elon Musk, Carvana, and I don't know. But the, you know what I mean? It's it's constant news. Carvana is now near the top of automotive news on a regular basis. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's fascinating. Well, 
pretty cool. So that's good. I just wanted to check in on that. Um, and then there was something else. Uh, who was it? I had a... I'll tell, I'll tell you what I want to ask. Yeah. Andrea, what committee are you on? Uh, uh, we're part of the Compliance and uh, uh, Education Committee. Oh, the fifth one. I yeah. wrote him down. Uh, I, I'm always taking notes. He, he, he well, I, I guess least but not, you know, last but not least. Uh, just. That's just the order I put him in, Andrea. So. But yeah, our oh, it's not the official order? Oh. So. See, because I know there's 20 modules to CAR, and those are in an order. Yeah. Is there no, a document? The, the, committee, yeah. the committee listings I gave you have nothing to do with how important oh. they are. Uh, so. <laughs> All right, Andrea, it's official. So, education and compliance. Tell us what is so. What's going to be happening? What are you, what are you going to do? do you know? Yeah. So, um, over there, first of all, as Jeff mentioned, we recently restructured the entire structure of the of the committee. So now, education and compliance are together, um, and there's a very good rationale for it, right? So, the education, first of all, is the the old education was really in charge of the car certification. Uh, and the certified auto market. It's a program that's been around for a while, but continues to grow, and is responsible for really educating many people that join the industry on what does it mean to be a good remarketer. And uh, so it's a very successful program. Um, compliance is, you know, the the how the law works and how it applies, and those things change all the time, right? And what companies need to do to to be able to to do things in an ethical and legal way. Um, and, and now, uh, under ARA, we're gonna be launching a certification program for compliance. So you can see why it made total sense to get the two committees together, leverage the strength of the experience of the core certification, um, take the, all the support that we get from the traditional compliance committee and push forward and create this culture of compliance and education across the industry, which is very needed because the pace at which the law is affecting remarketers and the service providers is dramatically accelerating. And so in this committee, we will talk about, you know, we'll do an update about the car certification, um, what are the good things happening there and how people can get involved to help that program. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of law changes. Um, some of them, by the way, affect the, affect the people that are on the audience even if they probably don't realize it today. And if you want, I'm happy to give you some examples. And then again, we'll introduce this ACT program or ACT program, the, the, this new compliance training uh, that IRA is gonna be launching. So I'm glad you said that, because I didn't want to jump in with the dumb question of, is car certification within the Education and Compliance Committee? It is. Oh, thank yes, you. Yes, it is. Right on top of things, Jay. Whoa. <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, that was really informative. So here's a question. How many people are on this committee? Oh, so I think we have 40-something members. Uh, but the reality is that a lot of the content that we produce is really open for the entire IRA community. So every month to two months, for instance, we bring an expert to talk about a specific topic in compliance to broaden the expertise that exists within the group and those then get published for instance on the home page of the ira website and anybody that is part of ira can go and watch it right so um the the fact that you're not strictly a member of that committee doesn't mean that you're not involved or that you do not benefit in fact 
uh, all the surveys that are done uh, between members of IRA, they all rate both the education and the compliance programs as one of the main reasons why they want to stay involved with IRA and be a member. 40 members? Wow, is that like a whole room of people? Uh, well, we'll see how many are in person because nowadays, you know, in the last couple of years, oh, it's right. hard to count who shows up and who doesn't. And sometimes people, as you know, as Thai experience, people show up that are not involved. And then sometimes at the end, they pull the jacket and say, hey, this is cool. Can I be part of it? So it's, uh, it's actually nice to, to have this open community in which anybody can uh, come and listen. And this new structure, again, of the committees allows to have these meetings back to back to back. And it's not a, so this is what I'll do, right? I'll actually go for the first meeting and I'll sit through the entire thing. And I get to listen about topics that I'm not directly involved in. And that's how you learn and how you, you know, you get to think more broadly about what the industry is doing and how you can contribute. I love, uh, I I love hope that, that point, you know, other Andre. people are coming here that they do the same. Yeah, I love that point where you just made. Uh, we have, because we consolidated, we are able to do back to back committee meetings instead of um, committee meetings that are happening at the same time. And uh, part of that is to get the additional people in those meetings uh, again, so we can communicate with our members what's going on and what's happening. Um, just because there's so much happening and it's, it's hard to know what, you know, what everybody's doing. And Andrea and his team have just done a fantastic job. And if you talk about 40 members lending their expertise about what's important to them and their companies, uh, it just makes it that much better, our courses and uh, the certification training and the ACT course. So it's just great stuff. Wow. Peter, what are you doing there? Yeah, me? Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I Somehow I got the invite. But uh, no, uh -huh. so uh, <laughs> I'm actually part of the, uh, the, so it was the technology committee. It's now the industry advancement committee. Um, okay. And, and that, that brought in the, uh, the, the, the standards uh, committee as well, uh, and, and and EV as mentioned. Um, our when, when I joined uh, the technology committee was ninety percent focused on batteries and charging for EV. That was that was a pretty sharp uh, view of what we were focused on in the in the past year since I've joined. We've come up with you know great interactive content that you can find on the uh, IRA.biz website. You can kind of click in um, to a part of a, a vehicle kind of drill down on, you know, different types of charging, um, you know, all these different terms. It's kind of like an interactive glossary. Uh, as uh, you mentioned, John Mathewitz, he's been very active in creating all these videos, uh, getting just awesome guests to talk to him and and, um, and the, the hardworking folks over at the committee have been slicing those up in these great digestible one minute videos. Um, my piece of this committee is really just kind of thinking about EV logistics, um, which is something I've now you know, almost have a year under my belt, really, I, I guess I, this is a great forum, if you don't mind me just kind of making a call out to everybody in the, the ATI world. Um, I would love to hear what's on your mind around EV uh, logistics, transporting EVs. I, I've, I've heard, you know, I've had the pleasure of talking to lots of folks about this, uh, but I think there are probably some perspectives that I've not heard that, that are inside of your audience. So I, I would love to just get some engagement on that because I do feel part of what I am doing to, to I guess, most honestly answer your question, Ty, is try to represent our industry when it comes to, you know, what, what kind of 
policies, what kind of considerations, what, what should the auto logistics space be advocating for in general, but specifically right now with this EV revolution, how can we get ahead of the curve? How can we stay prepared? I mean, I, I heard something really interesting tonight about these EV trucks, you know, big rigs, maybe charging vehicles. I mean, that's, that's super relevant. If the ask right now is for people to buy additional equipment to, to their you know existing trailers and try to figure out how to charge and get all the, I mean, we're thinking about that right now. But if the truck does that too, I know we're, we're some years out from that, but if the truck does that too, that's, that's meaningful, right? And, yeah. and so all these little points, you're kind of like, all right, that's interesting. And then you think about it like, actually that's like that's something we should be thinking about right now <laughs> and mm. and maybe is is going to make a difference in in uh in our livelihoods going forward so yeah i think that's that's a summary of what i'll be doing at the uh at the, at the conference well you talk about trucks and trailers and it <clears throat> reminded me jade sent me the uh, attendees list and i noticed uh, i think his name is ben booth he's a guy with cartrell i think he might be there okay. he would oh, be cool. a great guy to introduce you to and get some feedback i would really be curious he to wrote him. the book yeah, he wrote a book. But he literally he wrote, wrote the book. He wrote the book. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'd like to see what his thoughts are on transporting EVs. I really would. And what, you know, maybe if he can give us some insight. But, you know, you start thinking about that stuff. And I, I, I personally, I've never held an EV, never driven an EV. <clears throat> wow. Um, the, well, I drove one in the parking lot. That's it. At an auction. <laughs> Just real quick. <laughs> to say I did. But uh, the... I, I, I reference back to what I do know, which are used cars with ice and combustion motors, right? And I think about the troubles that you have with those, just to go get them and pick them up, right? Yeah. So I can imagine what you're dealing with is probably a little bit more interesting. Well, just because it's a little bit newer, right? But we're all going to be experts at this pretty soon. So it's, you know, do you have all the right <laughs> plugs and, and do you have the right adapters and, and um when the thing's totally dead, what does that mean? And, and, and what type of charging should you, should you be, um, you know, trying to, to use yeah. to get a vehicle on, but then also off maybe at some more remote location. So, yeah, you know, well, you know and our like friends, small points, but they're, I think they well, there's, up. here's one that I found interesting. Joe Bacari, Midwestern carriers was on the show and he was telling us about they're hauling the mock E's, right. Yeah. And you can't back them on. Did you know that? No. <laughs> you don't you don't back them on <laughs> because there's a piece that if you're going down the road it comes off and it costs you a lot of money and messes don't do that. yeah so little things like that you know i would have never known that but just figuring that stuff out and watching it was, so yeah i'm that's cool i didn't realize that so you're in the ev so you'll get to meet uh chris is christine is am i saying that right christy kristen kristen oh, kristen slanina Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Cool. Uh, that'll be fun because she knows it. I, I want to stop on something. So you said that the five committee meetings, so there's, there isn't six, right? There's five. Well, I think okay. there's five, but there might be six. Like there could five. be six. The seven committee, five. like Monty Python. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so, so the committee meetings are organized in such a way that you have them back to back. So Wednesday, one could, Ty, could attend meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. Is that right? That's correct. Why are you That's grimacing? Awesome. <laughs> right? Exactly. Great. He'll be at all of them. But in, in uh -huh. them, So I'm picturing Ty, uh, 
you know, networking, listening, whatever it is. And these cowboy Mar- boots. I right, and his cowboy boots, right. not, not to be forgotten. <laughs> and then Martin's on his laptop. Like, this is Wednesday is shaping up to be a pretty amazing day. And mm-hmm. then followed up with the keynote with Ernie Garcia. Correct. Yeah. That's just Correct. Wednesday? That is all Wednesday. Holy and then also, also on Wednesday, we'll have uh, three economists arguing about whether we're in a recession or not. So that ought to be good too, I think. Um, you know, we've tried to um, get <laughs> them to, awesome. to speak about not don't just show us the charts. Let's have a discussion. Are we in a recession? If not, why not? If we are, why? And what's it going to do to us going forward? So that ought to be good, I think, too. That's That'd be really like good. Serious who, is that, who, who are those oh, wait, I want to say it. I think I know. Jonathan Smoke. Yes. Tom. Tom Contos. Correct. Alex Yurchenko. You got it. You got Ooh. it. Bam! So if I'm not Bam. mistaken, this is the same panel uh, as, as the, the car conference uh, in, in March, and, and they they are, it, can't miss it. I mean, yeah, they, they that, was, that was one of the better. I mean, it, it was all great at the car conference, but that was a very interesting moment. Yeah, they're kind of the economic evergreens of the industry. You could just put them on panel after panel. They'll never get boring because there's always <laughs> something something new going on and something they have to dissect that we all need to know about. Yep. Oh, I love those guys are amazing. I would never want their job. Ever. Who would want who raise your hand if you want that guy's job? <laughs> <laughs> Like the, the doughboy that keeps his finger in the dam. So what happens on Thursday? So Thursday, um, we've got, uh, we start with a cybersecurity guy. And uh, what I would say about this is um, some of the latest data I've seen shows that there are 2,200 cyber attacks every day. That cybercrime is costing uh, business, American business, over $3 billion a year. And that 90% of the successful attacks are due to human error. So we're actually doing pretty good with our technology in trying to stop it. But it's all the phishing scams and uh, click on this link here, et cetera, that uh, is really causing a problem. And uh, Phil Geyer is the president of a company called Pivotal Logic. Uh, based in Minneapolis, and um, his his talk is security made simple. So it may just be hitting uh, your employees over the head with uh, saying, "Don't click on that." So, um, anyways, I think uh, that will be a very a, that'd good... be a great name for the session. Don't click on that. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, I just I just find that very timely. Um, you know, we had cybersecurity two or three years ago, and uh, it's just uh, kind of revisiting it to see where we are right now. So I think that'll be good. Uh, also on Thursday, Kevin Chartier from Mannheim Consulting will be talking about uh, data. And Mannheim Consulting uh, has really been putting out some good information uh, about the markets and uh, where they think things are going. So that'll be kind of a good follow-up to the economists because they might may or may not have a different viewpoint uh, with their their data points specifically for the automotive and um, remarketing industry. So I think uh, that is going to be really good. And then finally, the afternoon is all the EV with Kristen Slanino. So I just, I, I think it's a fantastic day. And 
if ties in some uh, in some good cowboy boots, and we'll get Andrea up there because he's got a very southern accent. I think it's just a win-win all the way around. <laughs> I'm a country boy from the south, just a different country, a different south. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Right. It's good. Oh, man, amazing stuff. I mean, that was. You know, I I didn't know exactly what we were going to do here tonight. I just knew we needed to, to do something. I learned a lot about what's happening Wednesday in those committee meetings. And um, so what I'm thinking, Ty, is like at the end of Wednesday, we may, we may only need to go live once, but I think at the end of Wednesday would be a great time to do that. We'll see what happens Thursday, but... Um, Sorry, guys, just having a live meeting with Ty here in the middle of the show. All right, so we're on final thoughts, okay? Because we're going to wrap this up shortly. Who's got an all-encompassing, no pressure, final thought? Martin has a good final thought, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is just one, one final observation. Um, I think the roundtable is really growing into a conference that attracts more professionally diverse participants. It's it's the voice of the consigners, but it's not just for the consigners. And I think you'll find increasingly that every subset of the industry, the auctions, the finance, the dealers, the reconditioners, security, software vendors, auto transporters will increasingly be attracted to this event because just of uh, because of the material that's being discussed and its relevance to so many different uh, sectors of the industry. So that's just a fancy way of saying everybody has a seat around the table. Everybody has a seat around the table. It's so good. Dot com. Well that was said. fantastic. Well said. <laughs> That was good. That was really good. Good job, Martin. Really good. Yeah. That's what, that was going to be tough to beat. Hey, so. I, my final thought is I'm going to I'm going to give my final thought. Beat everybody. Get out of the way. Uh, I'm going to do Tony Long right now. My final thought is, and I, and I mean this, Tony Long is the become a member guy, right? Yep. So if you're watching this live now, Jay Jay will put it. Kimberly, somebody will put it in the live chat. But we can go to the iara dot biz. Is that right? Yes. Yep, that's correct. So we can go there and we can sign up to become a member. Okay. So if 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 you want to start getting involved, like if you're seeing this, this is one year later, guys. Uh, here hey, we all are. There yeah, it is. IARA dot biz. Yep. You yeah. go here and you click on membership, click on membership. How are we doing? We're okay. Yeah, because that's what uh, that's what Tony does, and Tony does this really well. And I believe, I've spent enough time with Tony that I really believe in it. What he's saying, go go sign up and become a member. That's a great idea. There you That's go. That's my final thought. Good. I love well it, Ty. I love awesome. it. You're invited to all the meetings, Ty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can come to the committee meetings now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's awesome. No, it really is. It's a, it's a big deal. There, there's a lot of opportunity here. And this is what I said. Yeah, I said it last week. I'll say it this week. I can write a book. I'm going to write a book one day. And it's going to be everything I knew, know about hauling cars I learned in the transport parking lot, which is an auction. And I'm just telling you, I believe in these guys. And I believe in what they're saying. And I believe auctions are real. And real people go there. And there's real community. And the auctions that are really into that are going to succeed. There's my final, real final thought. 
Nice. Well done. We're two for two on final thoughts tonight. I guess I'll add mine, and that is uh, just a, a repeat of I believe that there is a significant structural transformation taking place in our industry right now. We're in the middle of it, and uh, the IARA is the place to be to understand all those things and how it impacts uh, certainly the remarketing industry. I'll jump in on that final thought and say what's interesting, because I, I, I see it. The verticals, right, in the constellation, and it is tough to wrap your arms around what's happening and make sense to everybody within their cubicle. But this thing is not only changing at the speed of light, but we're all connected somehow. And this is a great event, no matter what vertical you're in. I'll, I'll jump in uh, for, for 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 my final. So, and I'll uh, I'll kind of draw from a little bit of, of what I've I've heard here uh, from from these other final thoughts. So, as as Jeff said, tons of changes going on in the industry. So, I think this has everybody's attention. As Martin says, you're going to have everybody there. Right, it, voice and consigner, but it, it's going to draw just a, a, a great diverse collection of uh, thought leaders. Uh, and then, as, as Ty said, right, I'm going to channel a little Tony Long myself. One of the points that he really made yesterday when I spoke to him was uh, the committee meetings are open. They're open to everybody. If you're if you're in the area, if you're not in the area, if you want to get down there, you are free to attend any committee meeting. They're open to to anyone who's attending the conference. So so that would be a you know a great way to. Just kind of get it all, and uh, as as uh, Jay said, we're all interconnected, so it's it's important to pay attention to all those things. Thank you very much, Jeremy. And what you did there is you put Andrea in the caboose. Oh. <laughs> all right, Mister Cowboy Boots. Let's. Uh, what's your final thought? Sure. I, I know that your audience is mainly in the transportation logistics business, right? So let's talk about them because it's easy for them to say, wait, I haven't heard that there's a transportation logistics committee. I haven't heard there's a session about transportation logistics. Why should I be involved? And reality is that this is the one place where you have the opportunity to not only learn something, but share your experience and get your customers more broadly to actually listen. If you have, you know, going back to what Jeff was saying, if you have ever transported an electric vehicle and the battery was dead, do you think that the bank knows what the challenges are? This is your opportunity to explain it. If you try to start an electric vehicle in a very cold weather, this is your opportunity to raise it as an issue. If you ever haven't been in a compound where one of the electric vehicles catches fire, I don't know if you realize this, you know it takes 10 times more water to extinguish fire in an electric vehicle than a regular vehicle. Right. So if you're a logistics center, how are you going to be bringing these issues to the surface if you're not there? Uh, you were talking about electric trucks. Once you try to actually buy one, you realize they weigh eight to ten thousand pounds more than the equivalent in ICE and you're still capped at eighty eight thousand pounds. Right. And so what laws regulate that? So that's how all these committees come together and you've been able to say these things and getting people that normally are on the opposite side of the table negotiating on how much you're transporting to actually understand what the underlying issues are, that's extremely powerful. 
And that's where also you can go and similarly, you can learn from them why they're asking certain, certain things in certain ways and be more prepared than your competitors if you're there to listen. So for instance, December 9th, if you are serving banks or you're taking tradings for dealerships, probably you don't know it, you as a transporter will be regulated as a bank if you collect personal information from consumers, right? So all those things you wouldn't know unless you go there. So um, as everybody else said, be involved, uh, register if you're there, show up at the committees. Uh, I always learn something from the other committees. So it's always awesome to be there. Um, come over and Nashville is fun. So Entai will have awesome cover boots. Okay, um, mic drop. So um, <laughs> yeah, Andrea just made us all look pretty wow. bad. He did. Because that was insane <laughs> on target. Wow. Really, My I mean, word. And that, like, um, right now, I mean, that's a show, that's an article, there is yeah. so much there. What I was wondering is what else? What, what could you add? Is this a bullet point document that goes onto a ninth page? Because you just laid out a bunch of really, he's a hugger. You can always get a hug. That's one more reason to be there. Bunch of reasons why this is super relevant. So, um, uh, yeah, somebody please help us. Uh, it's great. Get a lasso on this topic and, and stay tuned because it sounds like. And this is where we all say we just want to say this. We say to anybody in TV land, if you don't know why you need to go to the show, Andrea just told you. Yeah, it wasn't even us yet, and that was a good yeah. job, Andre. And it wasn't even us. Made us look bad on our own show. <laughs> all right, come on anymore, Andre. everybody. <laughs> Thanks, it's Jay. been Thanks, a while. Jeff. Thank you all Martin, so much Jeremy, for taking the time tonight, Andre. sticking around. Look, we made it past nine o'clock. I want to just give you all another round of applause. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you. Thanks. Hopefully, we catch you live at the show next week. Ty will be there. I will not, but we'll have cameras rolling. Okay. All right. Thank you Thanks, very much. All Thanks, right. Everybody. Thanks. Appreciate it. See you, See you Thanks, next everybody. week. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. That is it. And this meeting is adjourned. I learned a lot live, actually. Um, and I'm really impressed with, okay, on these committee meetings, we've got industry advancement, which includes EV and technology. That's huge right there. Then you've got a committee on the conference and events, which that's perpetual work. Then there's a Canadian conference. We didn't touch much about that, uh, but I'm curious. I want to learn more about the Canadian uh, committee. committee. Then there's the marketing and engagement committee. Need I say more? And then the Education and Compliance Committee, which covers auto remarketing, legal uh, information, car certification. That is so interesting. I learned so much. And I, what I was trying to do is my, my point of this show was just, to, again, to help build excitement ahead of the show. Little did I know, I was going to learn a lot, too. So um, I'm disappointed that I'm not going to be there. But I will be running the studio Ty will be live, will be there. And again, this is an opportunity for ATI to bring to you something you otherwise wouldn't know about, wouldn't probably plan to go to because you wouldn't know. Uh, although, uh, based on what Andrea just said, 
somebody's probably thinking, man, maybe I'm going to try to go. It's next week. It's in Nashville. Let us know if you need help. Um, oh, what do we got here? Yeah. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Marco. What if you collect info from customers when transporting? Well, yeah, no kidding. I don't know what he's talking about, Chris. That's why I pled the fifth long ago. I want to thank everybody. Uh, again, want to thank everybody um, that was able to join the show tonight. Martin Romju from Bob at Business Media. I'm sorry Tony wasn't able to make it, but we had Jeff Besher. He's the president of IARA. Thank you so much, Jeff. Um, we also had Andrea Amico with Privacy for Cars and Jeremy Luisos, Pre-Owned Auto Logistics. I want to thank everybody so much for taking the time. Um, I also want to thank in the Super Chat tonight, we had uh, we had uh, Mark Brodicky, Superflow Systems, Candy at Seaport Service, Super Dispatch. Thank you so much for your support. Really do appreciate that. Um, location Services, Superflow Systems, Murphy Auto Transport, Rapid Recon, Pre-Owned Auto Logistics. Thank you for your support of the channel. And everybody that made it into the live chat, thank you so much for saying hello, participating. And if you're not in the live chat and you're just, maybe you didn't say anything, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate it. If you're watching on demand and, you know, leave a YouTube comment, thank you so much for doing that too. If you have a question about the IARA conference happening next week, let us know. If you have another conference question, let us know. An idea, input, etc. Autotransportintel at gmail.com. That's my email address. Otherwise, it is past time. It's time to start up the car hauler. I want to thank you all so much. Um, and again, next week we're going to be, next Tuesday night, we're live at the conference the night before the committee meetings. So you get one more uh, opportunity. There's your ding, Affordable Transport Solutions. You know that if you type it, I will read it, or at least try to. Affordable Transport Solutions, left arrow. Thank you so much again. Please join us Thursday on Dispatching Live, Thermonuclear Thursdays. <laughs> Good times. Thanks all. Here comes the car hauler. Stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Good night, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>